Hello everyone, welcome back to the New Creations Podcast. I am so excited to have you. I'm your host, Mally, and if this is your first time, welcome. And if this isn't your first time, thanks so much for coming back. Wow, this has been such an adventure with this podcast. It's been a total blessing, but it has most definitely been a responsibility. I'm here, just me, no guests this week. I'm sorry if you were looking forward to having a guest, but the guest is the Holy Spirit, so you still got a guest. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about the Father's love. We're going to talk a little bit more about our relationship with Jesus because it's the most important relationship, you know, uh, a relationship between a husband and wife is very important. Relationships between friends are very important, but the most important relationship that you'll ever have um, while you're here on this planet is your relationship with the Lord. And so before I get started, I just want to proceed everything with prayer and just put God before this. And I just hope uh, that you'll join me. So let's pray real quick. Lord God, I thank you for the opportunity to be used. I thank you, God, for all the people that are going to be listening and receiving this truth about who you are, Lord God, how you see them, Father God, and your love for them. Lord God, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit would fill me. Father God, allow me to only say the things you've called me to say and anything else, Father God, I just pray it wouldn't be spoken. And I just pray right now, Father God, that whomever is listening, Father God, you just remind them how much you love them. And Father God, that this would be the moment that they see you in a new light and that you do a new thing. So we thank you, God, in advance, and we give you all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, like I said, we are here for, I believe it's our sixth episode, and I'm so excited to have you. We're talking about, of course, Jesus and the Father's love, Um, but as you can see, our episode for today, our song is As I Am by Hillsong Worship, and I know y'all are thankful because I switched it up. I didn't pick Maverick City again. But I think there's something really beautiful about the lyrics in the song, As I Am. You know, it talks about all my regrets and my failures. All of my wrongs have been left at the cross. And now all that remains is the Father's love. And it says, oh, Lord, you take me as I am. Over and over, you call me yours again. You see it all. Still you want me. How you love me. Your kindness and mercy remind me. Uh, how you love me as I am. And so I think it's really important for us not to forget, those of us that are believers, that Jesus loves us right where we are. But something really beautiful about Jesus is he doesn't want us to stay where we are. I've compared it to being a child before, but I think it's a really beautiful picture because God says we should have childlike faith. But when children are growing up, and they're first learning how to walk if we never ever let them fall and we never ever you know gave a little distance between us and them they would never get the opportunity to actually take those steps because we'd be holding them the whole time and i think god's similar in that same way that sometimes he'll take us into a season where he'll be farther away he's still there But he's looking for us to step out in faith and trust that if we're about to fall, he'll catch us. And if we do fall, he'll be there to pick us back up again. But I also want to share with you our verse 
for this particular episode, and we're in 1 John chapter 3, and we're reading verses 1 through 3, and it says, Behold, what a manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. That's a lot to take in, but I think something really beautiful in that passage is the idea that like, behold, what a manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. I don't know how many of you that have been Christians for a while have gotten to this place that we often find ourselves in where we don't even realize the magnitude of what it is to be considered a child of God. You know, I think I've been feeling God's presence a lot more recently because I've been asking for more of it, but then also just like really reading my word and studying it and taking the time to realize Jesus did not have to come down. Like God did not have to send him. The Lord really was just acting in his character and his kindness. And because of who God is, we are able to be called the children of God, you know, because of his character. And that's nothing short of a mercy that he's extended to us. And when you really think about the goodness of God and all that he's done, you can't help but give thanks. You can't help but praise. You can't help but rejoice. I mean, when you really feel it and you really accept it and you really let it humble you, you can't help but be moved. Something really beautiful is the fact that us as children of God, us as followers of Jesus, when you have a genuine relationship with Jesus, you find yourself in a constant state of awe of the Lord, awe of his character, awe of who he is, and his love that he's extended. And when you really get to a beautiful place with Jesus, Jesus becomes enough for you. I can definitely say now that at this place where I am in my life, Jesus is enough for me. And I can't say that I've always acted like he was enough for me. I think in my heart, I like to believe that I always thought Jesus was enough for me, but my actions didn't really show that Jesus was enough for me. Not only that, but I didn't just settle for baseline relationship with Jesus, which was going to church on Sunday, hearing the message, and then going about my week like nothing else had happened. I mean, Now, anytime I can be in church, I try and go, you know, Um, this is not me like bragging or anything like that. But whenever there's a church service, a prayer service um, or, you know, something extra that's going on, I do my best to be there, you know, and spend some extra time, you know, just in a community of believers praying and worshiping the Lord, because there's something so beautiful about that. And Jesus is coming back. I don't know how much longer we'll have the 
the blessing and the real gift to be able to gather together and just praise the Lord and nobody's coming in to tell us we're not allowed to do it or um, is separating us or, you know, really persecuting us like they are in other countries. And I don't want to take this time that I have for granted, you know, on the planet, but then also being able to go to church on Sundays and nobody gives me a hard time. I can be there as long as I want and I can go as many times as I want. And I have that freedom that other people in other places don't have. And again, it's only by the grace of God that I was born when I was born to the mother that I was born to and that she made the choices that she made and then of course came to the relationship with the Lord that she has that I'm here. And I think something really big I want you to think about today is think about all the little decisions that your mother, your father, their parents made that led you to be in the moment that you are right now in your walk with Jesus. If your parents had made one different decision, would you still be here? I think the truth is, is even if we focus even closer down onto our lives, if you had made one different decision, would you be where you are now? And this is not just a word for you guys. This is a word for me because I think about all the things that have happened in my life recently. And to think that if something had gone differently, I wouldn't be where I am and I wouldn't be experiencing, you know, the relationship that I have with Jesus now is, it makes me thankful. It honestly makes me grateful. We get so upset when doors get closed and things come to an end and it's hard, but it's so beautiful how God can take things and just completely turn them around if we give him the opportunity and if we fully surrender things to him. Something really big that God has been putting on my heart recently is just the idea that like we could go through life not surrendering everything to him when he's the only one that we know 100% has our best interests at heart. And I think to myself, like, how much does that break the Lord's heart that we keep these things, we we covet these things, and we don't want to give them to him when he just wants to make our lives the best that they can be and to make us the best versions of ourselves that we can be. I think it's hard for a lot of us to come to terms with the fact that our version of best and the Lord's version of best are not the same. And they shouldn't be because you're not God. I think that your desires should be the same, but I think we should be honest about the fact that what we consider the best version of ourselves pales in comparison. I found myself many times in life wondering why I went through such long periods of feeling like I couldn't feel God's presence and Like, I wasn't even really sure if I believed. And the truth is, I wanted to be the God of my own life. And no, I never said this with my mouth, but I said it with my actions. I wouldn't pray when I would go to church. 
I would do all the things I had to do. And then when I was out of church, I'd go right back into the world. I'd go back to hanging out with my friends. I'd go back to drinking and partying and acting crazy uh, and cursing and, you know, still struggling with sexual sin and looking for attention and validation in men and longing for genuine intimacy, but never thinking to look to the one who created genuine intimacy. And when people tell you that whole thing about wait on your Boaz, make sure you have right relationship with Jesus, like let Jesus be your husband. We've all heard it and it's very hard for us to be like, amen. (laughs) But it's so, people are telling you truth there. And I think until you experience it firsthand, it's really hard to receive. I mean, even sometimes I find myself like, low-key agitated when people are like you're married to Jesus I'm like I know okay it's a beautiful thing and don't get me wrong like I said I love the Lord and I'm so thankful that he's not only um loved me since the beginning of time but he set me free and has allowed me to experience genuine joy like y'all I'm so happy the majority of the time like it's not even happiness it's genuine joy Because even in the midst of what a lot of people would consider like really devastating things that have happened in my life, I'm able to like just cry because I'm so thankful that I'm even alive and that, I mean, like God just really has brought me to a place where it's hard for me to focus on the things that are going wrong you know, in, in my life, I just, I'll start to talk to God about it and start to be like, Hey Lord, like this is what's upsetting me. And then I just completely find myself moving to a place of just like praising him and thanking him for everything that he's given to me. And whatever was my focus before God completely changes my focus. What I was trying to say in regards to this whole situation is when it comes to relationships, we all want, well, most of us, (laughs) want romantic relationship, right? We want to find that person that understands us, that encourages us to grow in our relationship with the Lord, you know, someone that challenges us. Um, we, we're not upset if they're good looking. We're not upset if they're talented or smart. Um, you know, we all want to find that, but both parties have to find the Lord in a real way. I think in my life, There have been moments where I've encountered the Lord, but none of them compare to what he's doing right now in my life. It's not because a bunch of crazy things are going on or because I'm making a lot of money or because I'm really popular or because I found the dream person of my whole of my whole existence. It's just because I'm actually getting to know him and I'm actually getting to spend time in the presence of the Lord. It's because I've genuinely experienced his goodness. And when you get set free from something that you've been struggling with for over 10 years, you experience a joy that words can't express. And so I encourage you that if you haven't experienced your miracle, or you haven't been set free, I encourage you to press in. Spend some time with the Lord. Have God reveal to you what your real issue is. Is it unbelief? Because 
my sexual sin was a branch on the tree of unbelief. I didn't believe that Jesus would actually set me free. And in a way, that was me saying I didn't really believe that Jesus was capable enough. I I boxed in the Savior, not believing that he would set me free. And the thing is, God is a gentleman. He will not force himself on you. And something else that I've been talking to a lot of friends about is the idea that like some of our healings, they don't happen right away. Sometimes God wants to take us through a season where he's cultivating in us that pursuit of him, not just that pursuit of him. He wants our testimony to be a powerful one where people hear your testimony and they're in genuine shock and in genuine awe of what has taken place and they know that it's no one but God. And sometimes I think if he healed us right away, I don't know, maybe it would minimize uh, the testimony that he really wants to give us. But nevertheless, our God is a healer. Our God is a redeemer. He takes things and he turns them around and he genuinely sets the captives free. I am a captive set free from pornography and masturbation. I'm a living testimony of the freedom that God gives to his children. And so I encourage you, if you're looking for freedom, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for someone that's going to love you no matter what, never leave you, never forsake you, someone that's truthful, someone that's reliable, someone that always wants to listen to what's on your heart and what's on your mind, Jesus is the one you should get to know. And it's so beautiful to me now, the relationship that the Lord and I have. And I pray all the time that I'll get to love the Lord even more than where I am right now. Um, Because just seeing how beautiful it is to be in his presence. Like I'm telling you right now, I'm just talking about it. I'm about to cry. Like when you genuinely experience the love that God has been wanting to show you for your entire life. You don't want to go back to where you were before. You don't want to do the same things that you used to do. There's just something so beautiful about freedom. And this is not me saying that all my fleshly desires are gone. That's not true. You know, I wanted to go to the club the other day and I felt like the peace of God start to leave me at the thought of me like going to a club and I had to talk to my mentor about it and I was saying to her I was like you know do you have any more information regarding like Christians and whether we can go to the club or we can't go to the club and she was like do you have peace about it and I was like no and she's like then don't go to the club like and I, it was so funny because I was like you just had to tell me it straight like I just needed to hear somebody else say what you know the holy like verify um, what the Holy Spirit was doing. At that point, I already knew I wasn't going, but just the fact that, like, it's completely different for me now. And this has not been, like, a straight journey. My relationship with the Lord has been very roundabout. But in this time, God has been teaching me how to fight, how to worship, how to spend time in his presence, how to my identity in Christ. And really God has been like changing my focus and 
just the fact that he even put this podcast on my heart, he gave the name for the podcast, the verse for the podcast. This is God's podcast, okay? Guys, this is not my podcast. And I really want to emphasize that. It says that in the Bible that we are the temple of God, right? We're a host for the Holy Spirit. And I'm a host for this podcast. Everything that gets said on this podcast that gets shared, the Holy Spirit is leading it. And that's why I want to be intentional with prayer when we start and to be intentional with sharing the gospel with you. Um, But more than anything, sharing the love that God has extended towards you. He sent his only son to die for you. And you know, when we're in church, we grow up in youth, those of you that haven't been raised in the church, uh, they talk to us a lot about different things to kind of envision to help us realize the magnitude of Jesus's sacrifice. Some people have told friends of mine to, you know, imagine someone you really love on the cross dying for you. Uh, But something that's always hit my heart, and I think it would bless you is I think about the fact that the God that created every single thing, the fact that he would only have one son and that son he would give up for me, hits me deeper than any relative or any person dying for me. God could make so many things and that he really could if it was in his heart. He could have had two sons. He could have had more children but he chose to have Jesus and have him be the sacrifice so that he could have more children, so that we could be called children of God. That hits me a lot deeper than the idea of someone else that I love, you know, someone in my family on the cross for me. So I'd say to you, take some time to think about that. Take some time to think about the fact that there's a God who loves you so much that he would sacrifice even though you may not have given him the time that he's worthy of, even though you may not have followed what he's called you to do, even though you may not want anything to do with him, and maybe you might be listening to this podcast just because you either added me on Facebook uh, and you saw my Instagram or you've known me from school, whatever it is, that there's a God that loves you so much that he would use little Mally, just a girl who likes to sing and loves the Lord to um, remind you of the love that's waiting for you and the freedom that's waiting for you, the hope that's waiting for you. That's the God that I'm telling you about. I'm telling you about the one that is just and kind and strong and mighty and protects his children, loves his children, encourages them to grow but more than anything, wants them to be close to him. He did all this just for us to be close to him. And so I don't want you to miss that. That's the most important thing. When I sit here and I think about it, it brings me to tears. Like, I'm a child of God, and he loves me so much. And there's nothing I did to earn that. Like, I wasn't a good enough person. I lied. I talked about people you know, I did plenty of things that would most definitely disqualify me from being considered a child of God, but because of what Jesus did for me. And it's a beautiful thing for me when I take the time to sit and just talk to the Lord 
I just tell him, I'm like, I'm so excited to meet you and like get to give you a hug and just to hear you say that like you're proud of me and that I did what you called me to do. I hope you'll get to that place with the Lord that you'll be so excited to meet him and that you'll just have that hope and joy in your heart that when you meet him, that he'll be proud, you know, that he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. I'm so excited to hear that and to think that God could have turned my story around. He can most definitely turn your story around. And so please do not think you're unworthy. Do not think that God doesn't want you. He's always wanted you. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you and ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Before you were born, before you were formed in your mother's womb. And it also says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. There's no doubt in my mind that God was intentional when he picked those two verses to be the verses for this podcast. When you come to Jesus, you get a clean slate. And maybe that's what you've always been looking for. Maybe you don't want to be bound by the things that you've done in your past or the wrong choices that you've made. I'm here to encourage you that there's a relationship you can have with the Lord that you'll get to do the things for his kingdom out of a desire. I don't feel obligated to do this podcast. I am blessed to be able to do this podcast. I'm blessed to be able to share with you the joy and the hope that I've gotten to experience through Jesus. I'm blessed that Jesus would even want to have anything to do with me. I just want to share with you the one thing that saved my soul and given me hope and given me purpose, and giving, given me a genuine reason to smile every day, and to encourage other people, and to just genuinely live. I wake up, and I feel alive. I don't feel like I'm just going through the motions anymore, and there was a long time where I felt like I was just going through the motions, and I was just numb, I couldn't cry. I couldn't genuinely laugh. And it's all because it's all because of Jesus. I have no reason to lie to you. <laughs> I have no reason to try and cheat you out of whatever you're indulging in right now. I I gain nothing from you accepting Christ. You gain everything. And the beautiful thing about what God does for his children is that He gives us so much joy and so much hope that we're able to share it with others. So if I've experienced something good, I never would want to keep that all to myself. That's the heart of this episode and uh, this podcast. And I just pray that as long as God calls me to do it, that he would give me the words and like continue to organize everything because when I tell you guys, God has organized everything when it comes to this podcast. This podcast would not be without Jesus and I wouldn't want it without Jesus because then it's just me giving you advice. I want to give you truth. That's the only thing that's going to really fulfill you and really restore 
the longing that has maybe been in your heart and your soul. And so you can reach out to me via my Instagram, which is I underscore am Mally with no spaces. Or you can DM us on our Instagram, which is new underscore creations podcast. I believe that's the Instagram. If it's not, I will, of course, tag it down below so that you guys can follow us and you can just stay updated on everything that's going on with the podcast. But by all means, if you have any prayer requests, any questions on your heart, anything that you really just want to talk about, I would love to be a listening ear and maybe uh, a place where you can find some extra hope um, and just be here for you. That's really one of my favorite things about Jesus. Jesus was a people person and I'm a people person. And so, um, like I said, if you just need someone to talk to you, uh, looking for a friend, someone to encourage you, or just someone to listen, I'd love to be able to do that for you. And you can by all means reach out to us on our social media. As always, my encouragement for today is get to really know Jesus. Get to really know his love. Get to really know his character. And let his character that is so kind, so loving, so strong, so just overwhelm you. Because when you let it overwhelm you, you can't help but change your focus. You can't help but be transformed. You can't help but be new. Because that's what Jesus does. When he enters into the picture, things change, chains break, captives are set free, and lives are restored. And a lot of us spend our lives either not knowing him and never experiencing that or thinking we know him and never fully experiencing who he is. And so I'm encouraging you to press in. I'm encouraging you to fast. I'm encouraging you to pray. I'm encouraging you to study your Bible. Study your Bible. Don't just read the verse. Look at what the words mean. Look at what the names of the people mean. Look at what the colors symbolize. Study your Bible. Take some time to really get into it. And I'm sure that when you're going into it with an honest and genuine heart, you want to seek the Lord, God will meet you there and he will reveal to you exactly what he wants to speak to you about. I'm telling you, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, oh, let me just read my word for a little bit. And then I find myself there at four o'clock, still reading my Bible, still listening to sermons because God is just pouring so much into me and he's trying to tell me about so many different things and it's almost like I'm like Lord Lord I know you want to tell me about that but give me one second to write down the last thought that you just revealed to me Um, and so I want you to encounter that I want you to encounter him speaking directly to you I want you to encounter his excitement like I really feel like the Lord gets so excited when we like open our Bible and we're like all right Lord like I'm listening. He's like, yes, finally, I could talk to you about all this stuff I've been wanting to talk to you about because he wants to talk to us too. He wants to show us that he's got a plan. He wants to show us what he's done in other people's lives. He wants to show us what he can do in our lives. He wants to show us his goodness. He wants to show us why we should follow him. He wants to show us who he is. He wants to show us. And so don't miss out on what God wants to show you this week. 
Don't miss out on the opportunity to listen to the Holy Spirit and go where it's leading you because people's souls are hanging in the balance. And if God has done something good for you, you got to show off your miracle. And for some of you, it may not be a, a physical miracle, but it is a miracle that you are saved. So show off your miracle. It's a miracle that God chose you to be part of his family. Don't discount your miracle. And be sure to, of course, share it with those around you. As always, I'm going to bless you quickly before you go out into your week. And so I just pray that the Lord would just speak through me right now to those of you that are listening. Lord God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your character that continuously leaves us in awe, that continuously leaves us in just sheer amazement of who you are, God. I thank you that you call us your children. I thank you, God, that you welcome us with open arms into your family. I thank you, God, that you sent your son and you didn't have to. I thank you, God, that you sent him, even though you didn't have to, so that we could experience genuine freedom, so that we could experience your love, so that we could experience the fullness of joy that you want to give us, God. And I thank you, God, for the honor to be loved by you, to be called by you, and to get to serve you. Lord, I pray for everyone who's listening. I just pray that the Holy Spirit would fill them, Father God, and that they'd be able to go out into the world and proclaim your goodness. I pray for those that are listening for the first time that may not know you. I just pray, Father God, that this wouldn't scare them away, but that it would draw them in and that your Holy Spirit would speak to their soul and remind them who they are. Lord God, I pray against any hindrances from the enemy. Lord God, I pray that this message would be sealed and sent straight to the heart of whoever whoever it's supposed to hit. And I just pray, Father God, that you continue to just water the seeds that need to be watered, Father God, plant the seeds that need to be planted, Father God, and take care of the plants that need to be grown. And Father God, that you would have your way. And that those who encounter you would be changed forever. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. We just give you praise and glory. Be magnified, not only today, but every day. And all God's people said, amen. We thank you so much, Lord. We give you all the praise. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you so much. Bye.